Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Enabling political violence against environmental defenders. Every Filipino must be saddened by the fact that for the 10th year, the Philippines has been the deadliest place in Asia for environmental defenders. Out of the 16 reported deadly attacks in 2022, 11 happened in the Philippines. Since 2012, 281 environmental activists have been killed. And these numbers do not even include harassment and attempted killings, such as those experienced by two forest rangers in the Masungi Geo Reserve who survived after being shot at by unknown assailants while resting in their stations last July 24, 2021. Being at the top of the list in Asia is an embarrassing place to be in, considering how the Philippines projects itself as a democracy. It is easy to deploy as justification the usual narrative that most of the casualties are leftist troublemakers, or are in fact involved in the guerrilla movement. This rationalization is to be expected in a country where the dominant narrative embraced by many is that communism and terrorism are synonyms, and where a huge majority seem to have accepted the mantra popularized by the previous Duterte administration that killing communists is justified to save the republic. However, what happened to the forest rangers of the Masungi Geo Reserve is far from being a case of Marxist rebels threatening state security. In fact, these rangers were simply doing their jobs of protecting the Geo Reserve from encroachment by land speculators, developers and other commercial interests. Playing the communist card does not also apply to the cases of foresters and forestry workers who have been harassed and attacked, some of whom even died simply because they were performing their duties to protect our country's forests. It is the duty of the state to protect those who are tasked to protect the environment. Obviously, being at the top in terms of having the highest number of casualties in the war to defend the environment in Asia, with the Philippines accounting for nearly 70% of the casualties reported in 2022, is clear and indisputable evidence that the state has failed. It is one thing when the failure is because of the inability of the responsible government agencies to deploy their police and quasi-police powers, perhaps because of lack of resources or capacity. It is here that it becomes problematic when intelligence funds a portion for government agencies that are involved in surveillance activities pursuant to their work, in order to further national security, are given more to agencies that need them the least. Certainly, environmental destruction is a national security threat, in the same light that the recruitment of students by leftists is. It becomes dubious when we find justification to allot P500 million in intelligence funds to the vice president who, by the nature of her mandate as defined by the 1987 constitution, does not have national security responsibilities, while the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, DENR, would be given less, or none at all. However, what is even worse is when the state, through its actions, is unknowingly enabling the audacity of unscrupulous environmental stakeholders, from illegal squatter syndicates to quarry operators, to resort owners and other business interests. What is worse is when the state itself is the one that officially undermines the legitimacy of environmental defenders. This is what is happening in the Masungi Geo Reserve, where it is the dinner which is now at the forefront in delegitimizing the Masungi Geo Reserve Foundation Incorporated, MGFI, a private entity with whom, ironically, the dinner, through its former secretary, the late Gina Lopez, signed a memorandum of agreement, MOA, for the protection of the Geo Reserve in 2017. MGFI delivered its part, effectively reforesting a large swath of formerly degraded areas, and protecting the Geo Reserve, enough for it to win accolades and awards, both locally and internationally. In fact, 
It is the dinner that failed to deliver its obligation under the agreement, by failing to appoint a project manager and to seat the oversight committee. After Lopez's departure from the Environment Department, it is apparent that some of its top officials have either ignored the MOA, or even openly worked against it. Allegations of violations of the law, even of the Constitution, were raised by dinner officials against MGFI during the open congressional hearings. Granted that the agreement was infirm, all the dinner could have done was to convene the Oversight Committee to cure the agreement. That was the most prudent and rational thing to do, considering that MGFI was doing its job in helping the dinner protect and rehabilitate the Geo Reserve. However, instead of improving the MOA, the dinner led the assault on MGFI. Its agents took part in the propagation of the narrative that many of the land speculators and private parties had in fact legal property rights within the protected area by virtue of Presidential Decree, P.D., 324 issued by then-President Ferdinand E. Marcos which earlier declared some portions as alienable and disposable. The dinner appears to be enabling the use by watershed syndicates of P.D. 324. It fails to cite the succession of laws and issuances that effectively repealed P.D. 324, namely Presidential Proclamation 1636, P.D. 705 and the succession of laws on protected areas, namely R.A. 7586 and its amendment, R.A. 11038. The dinner failed to tell the claimants that they have the burden of proving that they are exempted from the limitation on private ownership within protected areas that are imposed by this succession of laws. It doesn't help that some dinner functionaries were even complicit in documents that awarded rights to private claimants, or in the approval of quarrying permits within critical watersheds. Environment Secretary Maria Antonia Yula Loizaga appears to be one with her own people in their assault at MGFI. She boldly refused to grant MGFI an audience simply because of her perception that MGFI was adversarial to dinner. The dinner has openly called the MGFI as a violator of laws and procedures, and of the Constitution. This behavior of dinner toward MGFI is problematic. Dinner is unknowingly enabling forces against MGFI to become bolder. Every time dinner officials delegitimize MGFI, they become complicit in the harassment, even political violence, that are unleashed against it.